Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I am your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. Emily, how is your week going this week? It's pretty good. Are you eating again? (laughs) This is like episode 15. Emily, this is an episode three. I feel like I've made this so very clear that that is bad audio. I don't know. I think people like They don't. You're just as experienced with podcasting as I am. Why do you insist on doing this? Is it because you want to talk about the cookies that you're proud of? Did you set me up for this? Yes. No. Yes. Yes. I did. I I made cookies. Yeah, good. Talk about them. That. No, you wanted to do it. Go for it. <laughs> Now's your time. Uh, I made cookies. They are amazing. I don't bake a lot. Oh, mm-hmm. no. This is this is good content. This is solid. Yep. Okay, so I've been watching a lot of Bake Off lately. Right. Classic. It's amazing, and everyone should watch it. Mary Berry's it's so much my better idol. than American... What? Mary Berry's my idol. I fucking and love Paul Mary Hollywood Berry. is an asshole, but I love him also. He's got... Piercing blue eyes of a Siberian husky. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I watched all of Bake Off in like three days. And it's so much better. You know this, that American reality TV pales in comparison to like other nationalities reality TV. I know you're fond of Terrace House. I am fond of Terrace House. If you're not familiar with Terrace House, go on Netflix and search Terrace House and watch all of it because it's worth it. It actually, it's very good. But also... Like, Bake Off is amazing because it's not like American reality TV where they, you know, try to, like, all the contestants try to undermine each other and someone tries to be, like, the crazy wild card Mm -hmm. or whatever. Everyone's just, like, pleasant and they're just home bakers trying to do their best. Yep. And And they're they're also supportive of each other. They help each other Mm -hmm. and it's adorable. And then even the judges aren't even that mean. They're like, oh, you are quite ambitious with your flavors. I don't think it quite worked out for you, but jolly good show. And they like do their best, you know, like it's just great. And they're like, you don't get into this tent without being an excellent baker. So good on you. Unfortunately, we did have to cut you this week, but good show. And like press on. Like it's great. <laughs> also, it anyways, takes place was... in a tent. Like they couldn't yeah, get a, a an tent. actual facility to do this. No, it's a fucking tent in somebody's backyard, and they do... It's probably Mary you know, Berry's any... backyard. It, what? It's, that, it's... But it's the backyard of this massive mansion. Yeah, it's probably Mary Berry's. I, oh, my God. Or at least that's my headcanon. I fucking love Mary Berry. Anyways, so I was inspired to make my own cookies, and they're chocolate-stuffed... Nute- wait. Chocolate stuffed Nutella cookies or Nutella, Nutella stuffed, stuffed chocolate, chocolate cookies. Definitely. Nutella stuffed chocolate cookies. And they are, they like ooze in the middle with Nutella. Uh huh. That sounds delicious. And I live alone right now. And I made 12 cookies, which means I have to eat 12 cookies. And that's, that's where I'm at. So this is my breakfast and my dinner last night. That's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my uh, my meals have all consisted of, like, Trader Joe's pre-prepared meals. I got their fried rice, and I just, like, pour that shit frozen into a nonstick pan and heat it up with some olive oil. And it is perfect every time, and I highly suggest it if you have a Trader Joe's nearby. 
I just make real fried rice. You just have soy sauce and rice and whatever vegetables. Oh yeah, want. okay. I just put some ponzu in there. Mm. Should we talk about the the stuff that we're doing today? Yeah, hold on. Let me just finish my cookie. Okay. While you do that, I'll plug the show that I'm in. Today is actually the opening night of the opera that I've been working on. Uh, I will be performing uh, Friday the 24th and Sunday the 26th. So if you're in the Westchester area and you want to see some good opera, stop by Purchase College and see an opera. I'll be in it and it'll be nice. Emily... I have been looking to get a little cash on the side and I don't really have a lot of like time to get another job in addition to the one that I have. Do you have any suggestions for something that I could pick up? Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what I do, John. Mm -hmm. You start selling your body on the street corner. Uh, Describe that. Well, no one's ever actually taken me up on it, but I've been hanging out on street corners I'm just standing there and waiting for something to happen. Nothing has yet, okay. but I'm told it is. It can be lucrative. So you haven't you haven't been advertising or saying anything to anyone. You're just standing there expecting yep, something waiting, to happen. Just waiting for someone to pick up what I'm putting down. Okay, that's a bad strat, I think. Yeah, is that strategy? It is. It's okay. Video game uh, terminology. Yeah. I'll tell you what I do. For realsies, though, okay, is I uh, run a little Airbnb okay. at my house, and this is my solution to roommates because I have cycled through them quite a bit. Yeah, you have some trouble holding on to roommates. Yeah, and so this is my concern with the whole Airbnb thing: is what if I'm as bad at Airbnb as I am at roommates? Because you know they do grade you. And yes. that determines the clientele you get. Yeah. It's as if every roommate you had got a little evaluation sheet that you had to read and, and think about and act exactly. upon. Airbnb is cool, though, because you actually have to rate them as well. Uh-huh. And so normally everyone's very generous because you're trying to get a good rating right. from each other. Mm-hmm. And so you tend to only give good ratings, except they can't see what you rated them until they fill out a review of their own. Oh, so it's well, a little that's dangerous. Good. It's like a blind review. Uh-huh. At the same time, you kind of like, you can like chit chat outside of it if you want to and be like, hey, like I'm giving you five stars. Right. Or whatever. I've only done that with one person. And that was the person that was here for the mouse fiasco. Ah, uh, yes. And then I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but my solution to the mouse thing. I know I did talk about this. Yeah, this getting was, a cat. It was the very first thing we talked about on the show. Yeah. So <laughs> my solution to that was getting a cat. Unfortunately, this person it was deathly afraid of cats. Like, <laughs> worst fear in the world. And uh, so I was really not anticipating a good review at all. <laughs> Seeing as I had a mouse-infested apartment followed by a cat that she was deeply afraid of. Turns out five stars. Hell yeah. Or like four and a half or something. Well, that's nice. I mean, she's a, a woman of her word, I guess. Yeah, she did say that she's going to give me five stars. Uh-huh. Like at the beginning of our interaction, like four months prior. But the decision I made from that is, you know, how to get a perfect... What are we doing? How to how to be the perfect Airbnb host? How to be host? the perfect Airbnb host. 
so I found in people's interactions with me, the shorter the better. <laughs> the, so, the shorter their stay, the better your rating will be? You know, the better their reaction to me as a human being will be. <laughs> like, I think prolonged exposure is something to be avoided. See, this oh. person was there. This person was there for four months. So I'm thinking if I limit people to maybe like one and a half weeks, say like 10 days, mm -hmm. I think that would be like the ideal amount of time. Like, okay. they could get to know me, get to know the better side of me, but still not stay too long so as to discover... Uh, the mice in the walls, ah. if, if you would like to, the metaphorical mice in, right. in the walls of me. Or literal. Yeah. Yeah. Or literal mice, if that happens again. But, you know, Oscar's here now, so. How, what steps do you take, Emily, personally, as an experienced Airbnb host, to prepare yourself for who, whatever weirdo might walk through your door? Well, first... I start out by doing my research. Okay. Right? Is it like a, like a Facebook stalking thing or? Well, you can't because you don't have their last name. Okay. So you have to like go by their profile and kind of pick up little hints. Okay. Uh, I've also started this thing where I've stopped bartering with people. People always want to bring your price down. Right. And I've just stopped accepting those people. Nice. Like, if you want to pay less, then go somewhere else because... I got some bills to pay. Yeah. So, like, my second, like, tidbit of advice for you, John, in your future Airbnb endeavors mm -hmm. would be to uh, take no shit. Right. Because someone's always going to take the room anyways. And uh, not deal with people uh, and, they're, and they're bartering bullshit. Because at the end of the day, you're worth it. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate that. What What's your process for prepping like their bedroom like is do, do you just go bare bones do you go a little extra on the decorating um it has you know what i have a metal bed frame in there i actually purchased it from an old roommate that was moving out good uh and it is a little there's bars on the windows with this metal okay bed so frame. you always so you always want to make sure that there's no escape it's a little Spartan. Okay. Yeah, it, it seems like a little prison cell-y. Right. Which I just, it's a selling point. Yeah, do you, know? you, I like, was going to um, say, do you think that ups the value or do you think that... Yeah. Um... Plenty of famous people wrote in prison. I think uh, Thoreau made it, might have at some point. Sure. Or something. I know he was in the woods a lot, but I think he got in prison for tax evasion at some point. I mean, I yeah. He wrote a little bit there. He did live in the woods really a lot. About... I could write... So much about what I don't know about Henry David Thoreau. <laughs> and uh, people would probably buy it. I'd be like, yeah, th this is this room. I modeled it around uh, the play The Night Thoreau Spent in Jail. So you create and, uh, an oppressive environment and market that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you have one anyways, you might as well use it to your advantage. It's all about how you spin it. I also like to market security. So, like, mm -hmm. in my past reviews, I get very good reviews. I've gotten the, the quote super friendly three times. Okay. Three, on three separate occasions, I have been called super friendly, which I think is, like, people's way of saying, like, overly friendly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's not I, a problem I ever figured you would have. I, yeah, I take it as a compliment. That's you know good. what? I have weirded people out before. <laughs> Uh, because I get like nervous and I get chatty mm -hmm. with them. And so I'm like, Oh, hi. Yeah. My name's Emily. Uh, yeah. Rock on super cool. Uh, welcome to the place. 
Uh, yeah. Help yourself to beer, you know, and just like be cool. You're cool, right? I'm cool. <laughs> We're all cool. Just be cool. And they're like, what is happening? It's kind of the same mentality going- with like with like waiting tables. And I, I have a similar sort of experience on a much shorter term basis with being an Uber driver for a period of time. Whereas like you want to try to gauge what they're about really fast so you get a really yeah. good impression. So I, I don't know. I find with Uber driving, it's always good to just kind of sit back and act as if you're just a taxi driver for a bit and like let them yeah. take initiative if they because if if they want to be chatty they'll do it and i can accommodate that but if you don't want to chat and i start off immediately by trying to talk your ear off it's not gonna go well so. i will say I've, i have had to lay down the law with some uber drivers before and it's not like i'm not a friendly person i always feel like a douchebag when i do this but mm-hmm. like i am in customer service like a customer service industry and so I find it very frustrating when I'm not having a good day and I'm getting in the Uber to go to work mm-hmm. and the Uber driver just automatically starts talking my ear off. Right. And now I have to be polite to someone on my way to being polite for like a living. Yep. And it's just like very exhausting for me. It's not something I want to do at all times. And maybe that makes me sound like a bad person. Like I don't always want to be super friendly with everyone I meet. Right. But sometimes it, that forced friendly interaction is not something I want to deal with, but before a night of forced friendly interactions right because i gotta smile and like people for a living and i just don't want to do it in my uber Mm -hmm. but uh that's also something i have to deal with with airbnb you know it's like uh i I have to be nice to them Mm -hmm. like my roommate i could probably like mess with their food or something or like (laughs) bitch at them to do their dishes but uh You can't do that with that Airbnb. You gotta you gotta go for those five stars. But I feel like with Air, something like Airbnb, you're still like, it's still a long term enough stay for the other person. Where I feel like they'll understand you being a human for a bit. You know. Yeah, I think they're a little more prepared for it mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, I've definitely had very human moments with my Airbnbs before. Once I had an Airbnb that was very short term, and I got locked out of the house at 4 a.m. Oh, my God. And I was having, like, a literal panic attack outside of my house, like, wondering whether I should knock on the door and disturb my Airbnb at 4 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like in that situation, they might understand. They did, but it was weird. Like, that's weird. They're staying with you for, like, three nights, and I can't keep it together together for three nights like i can't remember my keys yeah now i'm worried about oscar's behavior (laughs) well no i don't think so i i think like i don't know he's not a demon he is a very nice cat you just have to know how to deal with cats because he's still a cat (laughs) And okay, mm-hmm. yeah, you can you can market it the same way they market like chicken eggs, where it's like, yeah, look, I don't I don't give I don't give my cat boundaries. Okay, he's free to roam wherever he wants to. Okay. Say that. In the- <laughs>
Oh boy. Protected. Could go one step further and you could make this person believe that this is his home that you are renting from him. I actually know what you're talking about is the fucked up thing. Didn't they make us? Didn't they like build a statue in her honor? Oh my god. Good. As one does, and I started talking to Oscar, and I was like, I'm so sorry that I'm the person you got stuck with. I'm oh god. I, I, I know you were hoping to get adopted by a rich billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you got me. <laughs> I don't think Oscar gives a shit. I think he gets... I think he was hoping someone wealthier would have picked him up. I mean, he was living on the street for a while, so I feel like he's not entirely picky. Yeah, I mean, he's happily go at a, a slice of pizza. <laughs> now he turns his nose up a blue buffalo, so I don't know what to, what to make of that. Um, okay, so I want to try something. Okay. I want to see... Okay, for this, you're going to have to be in the mindset of you need to get five stars. Okay. Like, you need to get a five-star rating from this person, and you can't reject them because there's no way you can know any of these things. Okay? Okay. Like, this is not on their profile. Correct. Is... Okay. So, imagine I am a college student. I guess... Okay sex doesn't really matter okay let's say i am a girl and okay. i'm on spring break i'm gonna be in your apartment for my entire spring break and mm -hmm. i come in and i seem all pleasant and i and i i get like nestled in sure and then i come out and make it very clear that my intention is to party all day every day for the entire week with all of my friends here, and also, <laughs> I have five pet bats that need to be bathed. Uh, uh and there's, okay, well, uh, How oh. do you accommodate for that? I mean, like, they're pet bats, they don't have rabies or anything, right? Also, Oscar would eat them. I mean, they're pretty fast. Uh, the bats? Uh-huh. I'm actually kind of, and this is something I believe I get from mom, but I'm kind of terrified of flapping things. Okay. Like, things that flap just make me, like, wince. Right. And I really don't like it, and bats are, you know, in that realm. Okay. And the partying, I don't know, I don't mind so, well, the friends. Yeah. It's, it's a small place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna, st I'm gonna stuff it full. Yeah. Also, yeah. there's bats. Also bats. Uh-huh. I don't know which I have more of a problem with because, I don't know, do they clean up after themselves? God, no. Uh, well, I mean, I do have a $20 fee per extra person that stays in the house. Oh, they're not staying. None of them are going to sleep here. Well, some of them might pass out here. Oh, 
God. But I've agreed to those terms, so if they do pass out here, I will, I will pay for them. Okay, so I could potentially make a little extra cash, and you're saying that I have to make five stars? Oh, yeah. This person's getting zero stars. Oh, that's like, fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh... But they have to I leave have... here thinking that you were the greatest toast of all time. Oh, wow. Um, I could just drug them. Like, so that's everyone. an interesting strategy. Yeah, I feel like it would work out best for me and them if I just pumped the apartment full of, like, nitrous oxide and just let things play out. So you would kind of almost be elevating the party experience for yeah, everyone involved. Yeah, I would, but I'd also be making it more tolerable for myself. Also possibly killing the bats and your cat. Oh, it's nitrous oxide. It's not, I'll put all of them in the bathroom together. I'm pretty sure Oscar wins over the bats. Uh, turn the fan on in there, maybe crack a window. So if if my bats are eaten by your cat that I did agree that was there, I, I'm i going to be pretty upset about that, I think. I mean, like, Oscar is, is in the description, and he's a part, much a part of the household as you or I. Like, it's in the turns, it's in the welcome letter. Okay, well... He's, he's here. This is his spot. Well, if you decide to bring have, bats into that, equa- into that equation, Tony there's nothing I could do for you. Tony and Rhonda and Joseph and Guy and Tina. One more. Tina. And they're all extremely important to me and my lifestyle. And if any of them dies, I'm going to put you in charge of the funeral proceedings. Because I mean, I'm not going to be able to do it. It's going to be way too emotional for me. I mean, I have some shoe boxes. <laughs> like, are they nice shoe boxes? Where are they from? Uh, an UGG shoe box. Mm. All it's right. A little mid two thousand. All right, yeah, it's a little old school, but fine. <laughs> I can deal with that. <clears throat> cool. That's that's what I have. I think I have nine West too. How fancy are these bats? I mean, that would that would be good. Cool. We need to get an equal some amount of fanciness to the amount that I love them, which is infinite, so you do that math. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Some, like, some Louboutins, like, mm-hmm. some red soles there. Yep. I, I can't help you there. It's Whatever it, it is, it's gonna have a Marshalls tag on it. I'm really mm-hmm. sorry. It's fine. Living off, of, living off of the income of a podcaster, which is uh, nothing, so <laughs> you do that math. How's about... Um, What's this lady's name? Her name's uh, Tiffany. I've decided. It's Tiffany, and I don't like her. Or her kind. Or her flying rodents. uh, I mean, I don't know why you're talking to me like this. Uh, I mean, like... Because your rating is dropping by the second. I've had enough problems with fucking rodents in my house, and then this person just brings them... I mean, to be fair, Oscar has been bored lately, and he would love to swat at some bats, Mm -hmm. but... Um... I think just drug them all and uh, let what happens happen. Okay. Sounds Next. good to me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make it to super host status, <laughs> which is something they actually have. Oh my god. And they do grade you every three months to see if you've become a quote super host. <laughs> um, but I guess I'm just gonna have to. I'm gonna have to wave goodbye <laughs> on the bats and the partying. Fair enough. Or just hope they're really into nitrous. I think I think you might have won them over there. I mean, I, I don't really know how nitrous affects your party experience, but I will say that I do have a gas stove, so that might be a problem. If anyone tries to operate it, maybe make some coffee. 
while, while I the nitrous is in effect. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, nitrogen is non-reactive. Wow, this is exciting. I don't know. I don't know at all. <laughs> Let's listen to music. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Yes, save us. <laughs> um, so this is actually very exciting. Uh, we we have a a repeat um, musical guest. Uh, she was one of our very first musical guests on our show, uh, Ava Heatley, a very good friend of mine from Purchase College. She actually just released uh, her new album, The Drive, uh, and I highly recommend that you go and listen to it. Uh, it's very, very, very good. So she actually sent us the, the titular track. Uh, so the track is called The Drive off of her new album, The Drive. Um, and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, if you do, you'll be able to find a link below to her band camp so you can listen to the whole thing. I, again, cannot recommend it enough. It's extremely, extremely good. Trying to relive the past 
guess to get five stars, I just keep a ready supply of mayonnaise, which I actually think I do have a lot of mayonnaise. I think an old roommate left me like three jars of Dukes, and I don't. Oh yeah. As a vegetarian, I really don't have occasion to use mayonnaise a lot. Is that true? I don't use mayonnaise. Why would I use mayonnaise? I don't know. Now I'm trying what to. What am I gonna a... put mayonnaise in? Like I do love mayonnaise, but I guess you only use it with meats. I mean, like, I don't really make egg salad a lot or potato salad a lot. Oh, yeah, Those are the two mayonnaise re- recipes. I could be like that weird lady on the Duke's commercial that uses it in her chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. But I can make delicious bakes without mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. As long as I have Nutella. Okay. Baking chocolate. So I think we're good there. Yep. I think that one's pretty straightforward. I actually don't mind that guy too much, honestly. Mm-hmm. Oh, the cleanup is just, yeah, he, he leaves and you, you walk in there and there's just, there's just mayonnaise everywhere. Oh, God. I mean, I do have a cleaning fee. I kind of want to look at my profile and be like, what am I charging people for? Because mm-hmm. there is a cleaning fee. I know there's an admin fee. There's a lost keys fee. Okay. Which is very important to me. Yes. To, and all in all, security is important to me. So one of the few comments I've gotten that have been negative because mm-hmm. I get super friendly. I get pretty clean, <laughs> <laughs> which for me is a huge accomplishment. <laughs> and she's pretty well, clean. I like that it's not like, you, you know, she's she's not extremely clean. Like there's definitely room for improvement there. But like, yeah, for sure. It's not the dirtiest <laughs> place I've ever been in. She passes. <laughs> And then uh, the only other thing I get, which is something I have literally no, zero control over, is she has a lot of keys. <laughs> like, this is a complaint I've got several times, is there are a lot of keys. Yep. And I don't know how to explain to these people that, yes, there are a lot of keys, but this is to make you, like, just like the bars on your window <laughs> and just like the security cameras in the shower, it's oh. all for your security. Hang on. All right? What it's was that? all... I just want to stress safety. Yeah, you said... Right? But what, what was uh, the... Uh, uh, nothing. What? No, you nothing. said... Like, what well, you made... It, you had a little list of, like, the security measures you had? Yeah. Uh, bars and windows. No, no, no. Before uh, that. Lots of keys. No, after that. Uh, security cameras? In the... Yeah, yeah. I think it was the... I think it was that that I was... Shower? You, you don't have that? N- not just, Look, it's no. all for the security of my guests. You know, I don't want anything bad to happen to them. I actually do have security cameras outside my building that I'm helping to uh, to pay for, I guess. <laughs> I told you about this, right? There's, I'm sure you can hear I it. I apologize, you, I by the way. I think you told me about it. I don't know if you talked about it on the air. So I came across this conundrum... I'm sure you can hear it, and I apologize for it. There's a lot of construction going on outside my house right now. And uh, the man in charge of construction came up to me one day. His name is Pingus, (laughs) which took me a few times to catch. It's Pingus. And he is building condominiums next to my home right now. And he came up to me and told me that he wants to install security cameras and needs Wi-Fi to do it or needs an internet connection and so showed up to my house with a 
cash in his hand and told me that he'd give it to me if I gave him access to my internet. And the cybersecurity whiz that I am, I said, okay, and let him into my house and took $100. So long as he pointed one of the cameras at my front door because we've had, like, packages stolen and stuff. And so I think I'm a very savvy businesswoman. But maybe maybe my guests will now have their information, you know, mm-hmm. stolen from them. Yep. Because I gave my info to Pingus, which now sounds like a very made-up name. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think maybe I made, made a few missteps. Pingus I didn't just, just made them. a very large leap in getting a lot of different identities that he can steal over yeah. time. I mean, I might have my data mined by this person, but uh, if I get packages stolen, I'll I'll know about it if the cameras are real. I haven't actually looked to see if there are any cameras outside. <laughs> <laughs> this is like two weeks ago. I think there are. I hope. There's not like a purple wire sticking out from my router box and going down into the basement, which my landlord has allowed these people access to. So, I mean, like, I'm not the only one at fault here. It's also Iggy's fault. And I don't know why I'm dealing with in my life as What as fucking, a, as a like, children's cartoon are you living in where all, like, all the people's like, names that you encounter are fucking Pingus and Iggy and... My landlady's name is Rosa. Well, that's, that's more normal. Yeah, that's fine. But it does feel, it's like a darker Sesame Street that I'm living on. I'm just li- just a gal living alone with her cat, you know, trying to get through life in the big city and meeting all sorts of kooky characters, like the the heroin addicts next door who saved my packages for me and <laughs> Pingus and Iggy and his brother who looks a lot like him, but I don't know his name. And the upstairs neighbors, who I never see, but they get up at like five in the morning. His twin brother, Dingus. It's Dingus and Pingus. The crackheads next door. The guy who door. works next door, Iggy's brother, is the one I know. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And Iggy wears tracksuits every, every day with a big gold chain. <laughs> is he the scary he's one? Not, is he the one that my, is frightening? I don't think any of them are really frightening. Okay. He has like big fake teeth and he told me not to do drugs, wink, wink, like, he said that to me, don't do drugs, wink, <laughs> like, what? Okay, so, no, you, you're, li- this, this is Sesame Street you're living on. Wait, did tell me not to use drugs. Yeah, a large so, cartoonish I mean, creature, I assume, told so you, so he's like the snuffle up again. told you not to do drugs. I, I mean, yeah, I guess, well, he told me that if I hey, was you want to turn the sound off on your know. fucking cell phone? I forgot, okay? I wasn't really expecting any text texts to come through during this hour of my life. Is mine off? Oh, mine wasn't off either. That's on me. Oh, oh. Okay, but I am not receiving things. I think that's like the third ping or email that you've gotten this whole time. You just haven't turned it off. Really? Yes. Wait, what? I keep hearing email sounds from your from your end. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, like that's that's on me. That's my bad. You were gonna say something about this this children's educational television show that you're living in. I mean, like that he Iggy would be the Snuffleupagus, okay. and then Oscar would be Oscar the Grouch. I Classic. guess. He yeah, is a garbage totally. cat. Um, or we're 
like the Bert and Ernie of this place, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I or I'm kind of like Elmo. I have fish. <laughs> How good are you at counting? Oh, I'm. I'm like mediocre. And are you? Know, you like, okay, fair <laughs> I enough. I can still learn. <laughs> are you ticklish? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> See? I, I've told people before, like, don't tickle me because I will break your face in. I like, will scream. It'll, it'll be an accident, but, like, will it? No. Because it's a reflex. You've been warned. Wherever I am, it doesn't matter. If I get tickled, I will scream fire at the top of my lungs. So just be careful. <laughs> scream fire. Uh, yeah. So what about these? Uh, I was going to look at my Airbnbs to see my current candidates because I've had some characters before. Mm-hmm. There's this one guy, Tom. He was all right. Um, I actually really enjoy his company. We're still like buddies. He wanted to stay here again, but he didn't have the money for it. And I went for the no bartering thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think you're a nice person, but I'm not giving you a deal on my place. But the one thing he did ask me to do, which is a little strange, is he, because I am su- expected to be this hostess, this perfect hostess, he came out of his room and asked me to sew a button onto his pants for him. Okay. A little weird. And a little sexist, I think. What? Wait, did I like? Did he ask if you knew how to do that, or did he just he ask did. you to do it? He goes, "Hey, Emily, do you know how to sew?" And I was like, "I'm stuck in this thing. Like, I do know how to sew because I like being, I like being good at things. I like yeah. being proud of the things I'm good at, and one of the things I happen to be good at is sewing. But also, I th- thought it was a little presumptuous that he would ask me that. And so I, I wanted to say no because I didn't. I knew there was a follow up. Right? right, and I knew this would mean more chores for me, but I'm really bad at <laughs> saying that I'm bad at things. Like, I was going to be like, okay, you have an easy out. You could say, no, I don't know how to sew, and no, I don't have a sewing kit, and just lie through your teeth, and then that'll be the end of this conversation. But at the same time, I want to be proud of myself and my accomplishments and my abilities. And so I said, yes, I do know how to sew. And he was like, good, can you sew this button onto my pants for me? Mm. And I mean, that's kind of... Kind of weird. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you can really call him on sexism. He did ask I mean, you if he didn't just assume that you knew. And he that's like true. if you you if there's two people in the apartment, he doesn't know how to sew. He needs it sewed. But like, I feel like there was like something more. Like it's more. Um, there's more on me because I was his Airbnb host, uh-huh. and so I'm supposed to get a good rating from him, and I didn't really feel like I was in a position to say no. I mean, that's on you, I think. He kind of forced me to, to do this because I, I guess was, it also like, depends on his tone. I wasn't there. I mean, like, his tone was fine. It was light and whatever. But there's a certain thing about being an Airbnb host where you're literally responsible for people's, like, happiness at a certain point. Yep. And so you kind of have to be that gracious host and be like, oh, yes, I will sew this button on your pants for you. Yep. No desire to do this. But I guess I'm going out of my way to be that extra special, quote, super friendly, if not perfectly clean host. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. So, I've got another person. Okay. That you, again, th- this person's coming in. You're strapped for cash. You need to take the first offer that you get. This person is offering you a 20% bump on your usual fare. That's not what they call it. It's okay. That's fine. I understand. 
so you're you're taking this you're accepting no matter what you don't even take the time to look at their profile first because that's such a good deal oh, it God. is two foreign exchange students okay both from the same I normally place. don't do pairs but i guess oh this guy looks scary i'm listening uh they're gonna be here for a whole semester they are allergic to cats they're willing to share Whole one semester? room. Yep. They're willing to share one room. They're never really in the house, but when they are, they're just constantly making Indian food. Just constantly. Uh-huh. I mean, like, in the kitchen, right? Like, not in their room. I, I mean, like, in any place that can service this kind of operation. There's non-stop Indian non-stop food. Non-stop making Indian food, yep. I mean, like, I like them. I'm down. I fucking love Indian food. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. And I, the more my house smells like curry, the happier I am. I <laughs> actually had an Airbnb that was constantly making food, and most of it was Indian food, and it was awesome. I mean, think about she this, She didn't share though. a lot, though. It's a whole semester, and Indian food is very pungent. I'm down. It's, it's a Although long time Although the next Airbnb might complain, what if they just made tons of Indian food and then complained that my house smelled like Indian food? They do do Like, that. yeah, it's okay, but it kind of smells like Indian food. That's actually my, my next bit, is that they hate the smell of Indian food. Was it really? <laughs> no, but now it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, then I'd say that's their problem because they're the ones making all the Indian food. Ooh, yeah, but oh, just that your attitude just came right out there, didn't it? Uh, uh, I mean, just... I will do my best uh, to... I don't know. I have a lot of scented candles. Do you by any chance have bacon-scented candles? <laughs> that's actually my favorite scent, and... If it doesn't smell like bacon in here, I'm going to be very, very upset. And also, it needs to just mask the smell of all this Indian food because it's really an issue. The thing is, I don't, I'm not the bacon person. Oh, it's about you now. Okay. Oh my god, I think my roommate left bacon in the fridge. Okay. So my roommate just moved out yesterday and I think she left a bunch of bacon. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't eat bacon. Okay, well, I'm making nothing but Indian food, so I can't really do anything with that, but I do love the smell of bacon. But you don't want to make bacon. I don't want to make bacon. I am going to continue making this Indian food, but it really needs to stop smelling like Indian food in here. Uh, so I, I really I, need you to do something about that. Um. Anyways, that's that's all I have. Is that all that's you it. have? Okay. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to submit uh, a question that you'd like answered, want to get some music featured on the show, please email us at downtimesubs at gmail.com. That's D-O-W-N-T-I-M-E-S-U-B-S at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. I'd like um, to thank yeah. ev uh, all of our musical people, mainly uh, on this episode, Ava Heatley for her song, The Drive, off of her brand new album, The Drive. Uh, find the link below to her Bandcamp to listen to the whole album. It's extremely, extremely good. And I'd also like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music for our intro and outro. More from Ethan at ethangustafson.com. Uh, thank you to our sponsor, Audible.com. If you'd like to get a free 30 days subscription to Audible and listen to all kinds of books, 
Um, there are certainly examples, but I don't have any. Then you can go to the following link. Audibletrial.com slash downtime. Go to that link. You set yourself up with a free 30-day trial, and you can listen to, in full, you can listen to such audiobooks as The Life She Wants by Robin Carr, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson, Norse Mythology by Neil Gaiman, or The Seventh Canon by Robert Dugoni. Ooh, All great, wow. very popular books that uh, you can listen to 100% for free right now if you go to audibletrial.com slash downtime. Thank you for listening again. My name is Emily Downey. My name is John Downey. Al Roker, I will fight you.